procession of dum-dum die. Around the table, we have our lovely ladies. And they're here today to assist me in a, a thought experiment. It has nothing to do with taking over the world. <laughs> uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, got distracted. If you ladies would be so kind as to introduce yourself, we could get this going. Hi everyone, I am Nelly. I play a tiefling bard artificer named Amandla Olam. And I am on the road to greatness, maybe. Hey everyone, I am Wednesday and I am playing Shayra, the goblin sorcerer. I am probably not on my way to greatness, but I'm on my way somewhere. Hi everyone, I'm Scully and um, I'm playing Daphne, sneaky Daphne. And uh, yeah, I think I'm also on my way to greatness with new friends. Anyway. With that out of the way, we can do a quick recap of our last episode. So after you guys chatted with Jimmy and Daphne decided that it's not a bad prospect of joining the shadows, all things considered. It might help hide or get her out of public view. And she opted to help our little goblin friend Shara in a little bit of sanctioned theft, if you can call it that, I suppose. And they made their way off into the alley, on their way to the mayor's house, and they were interrupted by a beautiful, but very intimidating cat that dragged them off into another alley. There's lots of alleys in this town. And they found a unconscious woman lying there. Just before the woman completely passed out, she managed to utter a few syllables asking to be taken to Kevin's shop. And somebody in the party noticed that you were being watched as you carried the woman through the streets. Well, initially through the back alleys, and then you decided to go very publicly dragging this poor lady through the streets of Joesburg, attracting a lot of attention. And you took her to Kevin's shop. The proprietor there diverted you to the back room after he spoke to the manager. And in the back area, you were greeted by Leo, who is Kevin's partner. And after some deliberation, Leo took the woman upstairs and started caring for her. Where you found out that the woman is actually the long lost, like several years now, Queen Aurelia. <gasps> Obviously with her cat, Lyra. Or Lyra, for those of you who want to be technically correct. Leo tasked you to get the information of the survival of Queen Aurelia to her husband, King Aloran, which currently presides in uh, the Port of Stars. One of you at least knows where that is. The rest of you are not very clued up. And he specified that he might have a way to help get you out of the city if you went to a very seedy little tavern at the real edge of town called the Pig and Mud. 
where you could speak to Bob and Jared, and I hope you made a note somewhere about the phrase that you were supposed to use. <laughs> Unfortunately, Shayra didn't present the best first impression with Leo, and he was afraid that Shayra might inadvertently blurt out secrets that should rather not be blurted out. So, our little goblin was sent outside with a fresh cabbage, which she happily consumed a small portion of while she waited for the other two members to come out. So after a few minutes of discussion, uh, the other two did come downstairs, and this is where we're going to pick up today's session. So, Amandla, you and Daphne just came out of the shop's back entrance, and you ran into Shara here. What are you guys doing? I'm going to look at Shara and look at Daphne. I, um, I guess, <clears throat> I guess we have, I guess I now have one, two, I have multiple jobs now. Yes. Shara, we're going on an adventure um, to a tavern because I owe you another drink. Let's go for another drink. Shall we? Shara is beaming, but you can't really see because she has a big giant cabbage leaf in her mouth. You can see the ice crinkling though. So we need to get to the pig in mud. And I definitely maybe not know where it is. Actually, I think I know. I've been around Joesburg for a while. Yes, you're a local resident. So, I mean, it's safe to assume that you would know where the pig in mud is. I mean, you haven't been there yourself for obvious reasons, but you should at least have heard about it. Because now I realize like what Leo said was quite important. We have to be a bit more vigilant. I'll look at Daphne and say that you, you seem to be very... Uh, Clued up on um, how, what's a good, um, what's a polite, um, being scary. Daphne is scary. Maybe, but also you seem very uh, streetwise. Yes, uh, street, <clears throat> streetwise. You seem streetwise. So maybe you can show us the way. Yeah, let's go. I know it's, and I'll point in the general direction of the edge of the wall where I know the tavern is. Streetwise, discreet. You're quite polite. Scary? I'm concerned about scary. Shara is now concerned that Daphne is concerned about scary. I'm going to pick up the half-eaten cabbage leaf from the ground and I'm going to dust it off, maybe blow on it a little bit and offer it to you, Daphne. I'm going to take it and try not be scary about it. <laughs> but I think in doing so, come across maybe scary awkward. Thank, thank you. You can see that uh, Daphne reaches out to take your thing, but there are very sharp little claws attached to those hands as she takes it off. Looks very not, not intimidating at you. Shara is going to very nonchalantly stand behind Amandla's leg. Before we head out, I just want to quickly just look around because I'm kind of like on edge now. So I'll check if anyone's watching us. So before we get to that, I just want to say hi to Take a Stab. And Take a Stab donated us 100 bits. Oh my gosh! Scully, you get to do a five second dance party. A one, a two, a one, two, three, go. <laughs> Our stream is interactive, guys. So if you want to help hinder or um, just be a pain in the, then feel free to do so. 
Teddy says that we've spoken about what is and is not appropriate for ladies to do. Dancing for bits. Anyway, Amanda, do me a perception roll. All right, I got 21. Okay, so looking around the alley, you see the alley is fairly deserted. It's fairly late, it's evening, and you can still see some folks are walking around on the street, but not as many, and it is kind of starting to dwindle, judging by the rate at what people pass the alley currently. But since you're on high alert, you just scan the rooftops as well, just to be absolutely sure. And you do not see any movement along the, the roof line at this stage. You do, however, see some very nice fluffy clouds and just the peak of the moon rising above one of the uh, rooftops. It's a good evening for a stroll to get up to not so dubious intentions. Okay, cool. As I notice that, I'll look around. I think we're safe. Yes, I think we're safe. Let's, let's go. Yes. And I'm going to start walking and I'll stop and I'll look at Daphne and I'll look around. I think we're safe, but do you think we're safe? No, I think we're safe. Yes. Yes. I think it's safe to say we're safe. I trust your, 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 your safe assessment. Yes, let's go. And I'll look at Shaira. Shaira, are, are you, um, do you want to be picked up or would you, are you okay to keep walking with that big, big, big cabbage leaf? Shaira is incredibly offended. How dare you assume that Shaira is not adult and Shaira cannot walk by herself? I'm going to start marching ahead. I am going to the pig in my with or without them, because I am strong and independent and a goblin. I'm going. So you deftly maneuver around the piles of garbage and a trash can in the alley. You walk out of the alley and you get back to the main street. And you, you can obviously now have a, a clearer indication about the traffic kind of dwindling for the evening as people start heading home. You can see across the road that some of the shopkeepers are starting to lock up and the mage lighters are starting to walk and just ignite some of more of the lamp posts with some fire magic to provide some ambience for the main thoroughfare. I'll catch up to Shayra. Is Shayra going the right direction first of all with her stomping? Shayra, do you know the way? To the Pigamant. Yes. I probably know the way to everywhere, but I need my notebook. So you do you want me to roll notebook. a percentile? Yeah, why not? Why not? Uh, chat, give us an over and under. I'm so curious because <laughs> you know when you're angry and you like go somewhere and then you just like, you don't even pay attention to where you're going. So I feel like I'm getting that vibe from Shara, like just stomping about, walking into like, you know, wherever. Daphne, what are you doing while this is going on? Shara is just, she went off in a direction. I'm going to kind of just do a little bit of a run up the mantle and just chat to you and say, look, maybe, maybe we should fix this. And I'm just going to say loudly, you know, it was so nice of you to offer, um, you know, to, to help a friend, you know, with that very heavy cabbage. Don't see why anyone should be offended by that. And I'm just going to like nudge you. Uh, oh, yes. I, 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 I only offer to help friends. I wouldn't have tried to offend anyone especially amazing people who appreciate good music and share hobbies like, like music. And I, I, I just want to be your fr fr friend. Yes. Yes. And it's really hard for a tall person like yourself to, you know, it's, it, it comes naturally to want to help us shorter people. 
yes, uh, yeah, um, yes, yes. I like to help. I only want to help. I don't want to, uh, 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 and I'll, I'll just like blank out and I'm looking toward, towards Shayra. I, 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 I thought you wanted to eat the cabbage leaf comfortably and I thought it would be easier if you're carried, but I don't have to carry you because you are an independent, strong, amazing, strong sorcerer who just so happens to be a goblin. And I would never, 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 never want to, want to offend you. Yes. Okay, so what, what did you roll? I rolled 96. You are marching along the street with the two of them trying to reconcile this careless comment that was made earlier. And you don't realize that you are definitely not going to the pig and mud at this stage. And I'm going to shout whisper towards Shara. Shara, I, I respect you as an individual and as a potential friend, but... This pig in my, and I'll point in the correct direction. It's this way. I I don't have to touch you or carry you or look at your cabbage, but we're going. We're meant to be going. Uh, and I'm pointing in the correct direction. This 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 way. Just FYI, Shayra. Um, yeah. I'm going to stop. Like stop dead. Like you know when you're playing that game where you have the freeze. I'm going to turn around very slowly. And then I'm going to beam because I'm excited and I'm really happy because they appreciate me. I'm a good person. I'm a good friend. And I have a cabbage. So then I'm going to <laughs> skip back toward them and say, well then, Daphne, lead the way. Fantastic. And yeah, I'm going to start walking in the right direction. All right. So you deftly navigate through the streets of Jobik, place where you've grown up so this city is like your backyard, and since you basically grew up on these streets, you know every little nook and cranny and backyard shortcut that you could take to get to the pig and mud effectively. You also, because you've <clears throat> run with these people to some extent, know where to avoid walking in dark alleys where Traps could be set up, and you might be ambushed. So, after a few minutes of walking, you start seeing the, the quality of the buildings are getting a little worse, and it's getting a bit more shabby, and the roof tiles are not all there anymore. And as you continue walking, the smell is also getting progressively worse as you, you walk into the poorer quarters of, of, of Joesburg. And after a few more minutes navigating some streets and, and alleys, you get to the sign where you can definitely hear some raucous laughter and shouts coming from a, a building up ahead. It's like one of the only lights on the street that are currently on as this tavern is still in business and you can hear the people inside booing and cheering and laughing and doing whatever it is they do from a distance. As you get closer, you see that there's a little sign you can just barely see through the darkness about a pig on its back in some mud that was painted really roughly on the sign. I'm so excited. I'm going to run ahead. We're at the right place. We're definitely at the right. 
yes, this is the right place. And I'm going to just not run after uh, Sherry, but I'm definitely going to do like a quicker walk to <laughs> make sure she doesn't go astray anywhere else. I'm just going to keep up with you. And I'm just keeping my hand on, on my coin purse and doing up my cloak a bit. As the two of you are walking towards the entrance, Shayra, can you just do me a dexterity saving throw? 16. Just before you get to the doors, you hear a very meaty smack as a very large gentleman comes stumbling through the doorway, backpedaling as he falls and you can see him falling almost on top of you as you nimbly just hop to the side and this big man crashes down next to you in the street. He's lying there groaning. And you can see a, another large gentleman in the door just kind of smacking his hands, looking in disgust at this person and just walking back into the tavern. I peel off a cabbage leaf from my cabbage and I put it on the man's chest and I pat his chest and I say, there, there. He is completely out. He's just lying there with a cabbage leaf on his chest now. Dark Hoof also says, he happy snores? Sleep eats? I'm going to sidestep around the body with said cabbage leaf and I'm going to walk inside the tavern. As you walk into the tavern, uh, it takes just like a little moment for your eyes to adjust to the brightness in the room. And you see it is rowdy in here. There are some folks um, off to the right. There are, it looks like at a casual glance, like they're throwing some sort of dice and cups. And some people there are laughing and cheering and others are like smacking the people next to them on the shoulder. And um, <clears throat> you see some patrons there on the left-hand side are just sitting with their mugs of ale. And even though it's early in the evening, some of them already look a bit tipsy, if you know what I mean. And there is a fireplace at the end of the room. And close to the fireplace, you see there's a little bit of a, something like a, a stage. There's nobody there on the stage right now, but you do see a musical instrument, a lyre, just propped up against the wall, and a small chair that is just on the stage. And looking to your left, you see um, some stairs going up to a second level, and just behind it is a bar and a barman is sitting there wiping some glasses and serving a drink to a, a patron. And uh, you catch just the hint of a door immediately past the steps on your left. Okay, I'm gonna hold a bit closer to the strap that holds up my instrument and I'll look back towards Shayra and Daphne. Are you guys coming? Cause it's, it looks um, uh, um, lively, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm holding on to the strap of my instrument a little bit tighter, just to know, I'm thinking a bit like, wow, this is a lot of people who may or may not be a bit dicey. Walking in, I'd like to use the man's belly, and I'm just going to kind of step on it and just give it a bit of a spring in the door so that I can pop up next to you. We here? We here? We ready? This kind of thing happens all the time. Just get used to it. Cool, cool, cool. Shayra watched that happen, and she whispers into the man's ear. I told you that she was scary. A usual night for him. Maybe. So the three of you are just standing in the doorway, apparently. Shayra is going to go and find some fine gentleman to make friends with. Depends on uh, 
your definition of fine, I suppose. Sherry's definition of fine is someone who is nice enough to want to escort her. Can I sort of just try and tap you on the shoulder and I'm just going to say, maybe we should just check out the room first and let's get a table and get comfortable and I'll order us some drinks. Then you can go and make some friends. I like drinks. I really like drinks. I'm going to go towards the bar. I'll look at the two of you and I'm going to whisper more towards Daphne than, than Shara. And I'm going to say, I'm going to ask for Jared. I'm going to the bar quickly. And I'm just going to be like, awkwardly, like, give you a double thumbs up. And still hold on to the strap of my case for my instrument a little bit tighter. And then start just looking around as I try to make my way through the crowds of people and going towards the bar. Okay, so while you're heading towards the bar, man, what are the other two of you doing? Should we get a table? Sure. So you head off and you sit at one of the empty tables. There are not a lot of them left, and it's kind of in the middle of the room. This is a perfect table, Daphne. Yeah. Everyone can see Shara's greatness from here. Amazing. You'll make a lot of friends. I'm going to sit and make sure that I'm not sitting on the chair, that I'm sitting on my on my cloak, and I'm just going to make sure my sleeves are up and, and put my elbows on the table. Shara is happily perched on a chair, swinging her legs. Okay, Amanda, you walk over to the bar. You can see the barman is currently serving a pint of ale to one of his other clients. And uh, after he collects the coins, he glances over in your direction and says, <clears throat> What do you have? Uh, <clears throat> I'm still like holding on to the strap of, for my instrument case. And I'm going to lean, but not too close. And kind of lean forward, but not too close. Uh, I'm a, uh, I, I have some business. Um, is Jared around? That's me. Hi! What are you, <clears throat> and he calls, uh, thumps his chest a bit. I'm sorry. I have a bit of a cold. I hear, now I'm, I'm going to like actually kind of like loosen up a bit and I even drop my hands. I hear that, um, honey and ginger and lemon are amazing for that. Uh, if you have that, that, that would help clear you out. I'm a, and I'm going to get distracted. I have issues with my throat because I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a bard to beat. Well, I'm a bard and I always have to worry about honey and ginger and lemon and that'll be great for your throat. He interrupts you mid-sentence and says, I don't care. What'll you be having? Oh, looking for Jared, right. Uh, that's me. I don't have business with you. I don't know you. Oh, well, you might know my, uh, uh, my acquaintance, um, and I'll lean a bit closer and kind of whisper. Uh, Leo uh, sent us to talk about some cabbage business with you. And I'm going to nod my head. I'll just be nodding to myself, yeah. His one eyebrow raises, and he says, How do you know Leo? It's, uh, it's uh, kind of a... <clears throat> and I'll hold him to the strap. I'm getting a bit awkward again. I'll hold him to the strap of my instrument. Uh... It's a long story, but he sent us to speak to you about something that we need from you. Uh, and I look, I'm going to look around. Is this a good place to talk? Um, His eyebrows are just raised and he looks at you expectantly, but he doesn't say anything. So he told me to tell you, like, if a tiefling can sweat, I'm currently sweating. He's, uh, 
So he, he gave me something to say, but I'm... Wait, can I roll history? I can't remember. <laughs> Please let me roll history. It's fine. Roll history for me. 19. Okay. Well, you remember that the, the code that you needed to give him was, you're here to collect some cabbages. I knew. I, I knew. Yes. And like, I knew it was cabbage related. And like, Amanda's like, yes, yes. I knew it was cabbage related. I'm holding the strap a bit tighter, but like, I, like I'm going to my full height and I like correct my posture. I... I'm here to, <clears throat> I'm here to collect some cabbages. Yes. He frowns a little at you as you say that and says, fine, just, is it only you that's here to collect? Uh, I have two, and I'm going to put up like two fingers. I've got two other uh, uh, um, uh, friends. Yeah, two other friends with me. Um, and I'm going to look back to see where they are. It's a, it's a, a, uh, a, a, a goblin, you can't. You might miss her because she's a bit tiny, and a, a, a tabaxi, who is very streetwise. Yes, just two plus me, three. Yeah, there are three of us to collect some. And I'm gonna whisper, whisper and lean forward, collect some cabbages. Yes. You don't look very suspicious at all as you say that <laughs> in the middle of the bar. He rolls his eyes a little at your attempted stealth, and says, "Give me a second. He walks, grabs three mugs, fills them up with ale, puts them in front of you and say, I'm getting the cabbages ready. Just make yourself comfortable. Somebody will be around shortly. And I'm going to feel so accomplished that I was able to do this cloak and dagger interaction. Thank, thank you, sir. Uh, I, I, I don't mean to um, sound ungrateful, sir. Uh, is there any honey in one of these um, lovely... Uh, pints of um, ale and I look up at him oh I'm sorry let me just rectify this he reaches under the table and there's a little cask that he brings up and he uncorks it and he throws like just a little bit of liquid in there and he puts the stopper back and he puts the little cask under the, the desk again at this point, I think I'm going to realize I'm not going to get any honey or whatever that might be. Uh, thank, thank you, I think. Thank you, sir. And I'll just take the three cups of ale and I'm going to go back towards the others. He slings his towel over his shoulder and shakes his head and he walks into the door that's right next to the stairs. I'll go towards Shara and Daphne and I'm going to go and I'll put one cup of ale in front of Shara. Here you go. And the other one in front of Daphne. There you go. And then I'm going to I'll sit down, but I'm going to try gently take my the strap my instrument down and put it down along the table. Shara's already started drinking the ale. I'm in there like a bear. You know, you need to have something to drink to go with your cabbage. Okay. Do me a constitution saving throw. 22. Wow. You are made of sterner stuff. Shara is goblin. This very... Weak swill is nothing compared to the goblin beverages that you're used to. And you just chug it down, no problem. It doesn't even burn going down your throat. Even windows taste better than this ale. I'll look at Shara drinking and I'll look at Daphne. I'm, I haven't touched my cup. I'm going to have a sniff and just kind of my whiskers just go back and I'm going to have, have a little smell. And then I'm going to look <laughs> at Shara, and, and I think the, the skeptical of the downing 
I'm, I'm just kind of, kind of, and then put it down on the table. Mm. You're just gonna give it a little lick. Pleasant. Um, Shaver, would you would you like mine? Yours is almost finished. Oh yes, Shaver's very thirsty today. Very thirsty. That cabbage was good. I'm just gonna slide my pint over. I'm going to drink that one too. Do me another constitution saving throw. Twelve. The first one went down, no problem. The second one, you are starting to feel a little tipsy. I mean, it is alcohol after all, and uh, even though it doesn't burn going down your throat, it still has some effect on you. I knew that you were scary, Daphne. I see you tried to poison Shara, but Shara's goblin kind, goblin kind, not easy to poison. I thought you would like it. You're strong and you can handle anything. It's not that bad. I'm going to look at you, try and look you in the eye. I mean, you're quite tall, <laughs> look way back. And I'm going to just nod like very weirdly. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I wish I had my notebook so that I could say tabaxi's bit is poisonous goblins. At that moment, you hear some people shouting from the right-hand corner of the tavern as two gentlemen are up in each other's faces and they grab each other by the shirts and they're shouting at each other and a shoving match breaks out and people start shoving each other and you can see the gentleman that you spotted, Chera, when you initially entered, he shakes his head and he starts moving in that direction again. Amanda, do me a dexterity saving throw. No, man. I'm just trying to not drink this swill. Ten. You are just chatting to the folks in front of you and reconsidering this drink that may or may not have honey in it. You're not convinced as something very rudely and very hard shoves into you from behind and as you looking at this cup it just spills ale all over your face. Sarah starts laughing uncontrollably <laughs> and she rolls off the chair and onto the floor and she's still laughing. See some people are started fighting each other and they're punching each other in the gut and the face and shoving and more people have started getting involved and there's just this mosh pit of people currently beating the crap out of each other. It's chaos behind you. Looking back, you just see a bunch of patrons and there's two gentlemen really close to you just still fighting each other and pulling and pushing at each other's shirts and chests. And the one who lobbied a kick and missed and kicked the stool. The stool went flying across the bar and hit another patron in the head. That guy fell off his chair. His other mates jumped up. Oh, rushed in this is a quality, quality venue. I really like it. Maybe we should get seats towards the back. Uh, and then we can really get a full view of everything that's happening. Not so center. Yes. Um, I'm still like, you know, smacking my mouth and I can still taste a bit of what got into my mouth, that, that nasty ale. I'm going to just like quickly reach over towards my instrument on the side of the, on the table, hold it close to me and look back. Sirs, you are lucky. I, I'm not a fighter, but I come from a long line of strong-willed people and tieflings and I could end you, but I won't. And I'm gonna turn and go walk further away. As soon as you say that, the closest guy, he still has this person in his grip, swings his head to you and says, what? And he shoves this guy out of the way and he walks menacingly over to you. He grabs you by the front of the shirt. What did you say to me? Very subtly. I'm just gonna, I would have taken out, if possible, um, 
like a, one of the gold pieces that I have and just kind of put it on his chest and just pat him, mimicking what Shara did with her cabbage and just say she wanted to compliment you on your fighting skills and give you a token of her appreciation is all. Isn't that right, Amanda? He looks down, sees the coin, looks up at you, he snatches it very roughly out of your hands, looks at you and says, oh, fine. You see he's completely lost his will to fight. He just walks over to a place where they aren't fighting anymore. I'm like doing some breathing exercises. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale. And I'm holding on to my theremin quite tightly. You could have taken him. I did that for his own protection. And I'm nodding my head to myself. Yes, yes. Daphne, a hand falls on your shoulder, starts turning you around. And you see another gentleman there with like a very foxy look on his face. And he says, spreading gold around, are we? How about you share some of that with, with me? I'm just gonna pull my tail up. Maybe I'll just take it off of your unconscious body. <laughs> and he makes a grab for your coin pouch. I was running around on the floor at this time. You don't notice that because you're <laughs> laughing, but when you finally wear yourself out, you do see Amandla looking very nervous, standing next to the table. And currently, Daphne is looking at this other gentleman who is trying to snatch her coin purse. Did I hear the part where he said, or I can take it off your unconscious body? Yeah, I'm going to say yes. Shara is going to walk up to him and create bonfire on his foot because consent is very important. You should not be taking anything off unconscious bodies. Okay, so the wooden floor of the tavern now has a bonfire underneath this man's feet. Create bonfire. Okay. 2d8 fire damage. Seven points of damage. Hi to another TV viewer and Commander Root and Lurks with a double X and Mitsu. The gentleman's boots suddenly become very hot. His pants catch fire. He yells in Ouch. surprise as he jumps off of you, Daphne. Daphne, that bonfire is really close to you. Do me a dexterity saving throw. Okay, I got a 20. <laughs> got a crit. Okay, so as soon as this guy reacts, his hand is still dipping towards your coin purse. You've very deftly swat his hand out of the way. You see the fire as the bonfire starts sprouting and you take two steps back as this gentleman in surprise Ouch. yells out in pain and he stumbles back and he falls into another table as he desperately tries to clap out the fire that has started. However, the tavern floor is now burning. I'm gonna jump back and just kind of hide behind you guys. Tail up and just oopsie oopsie. Shaira is standing there with her hands on her hips looking very proud of herself. She has taught this man a lesson. He is not a gentleman. So I'm still holding onto my experiment quite closely. I was like, you know, doing my inhaling, exhaling, all that stuff. I was getting more and more freaked out. And then when I saw Shaira getting involved and Daphne almost getting hurt, I want to cast Thaumaturgy. I want to project my voice super loud and like, almost like a booming, resounding voice. I, I, I will not be intimidated. I will hurt you. And I'm going to go to my full height and I'll pull out my hand axe. I will hurt anyone who tries anything. I will destroy you right here, right now. I am full height, full tiefling mode, 
ready to go. I am super angry, and my thermans are strapped to my back, so I, my hands are available. I'm ready to go, and I'm so, so mad right now. There is this moment of silence as everybody stops what they're doing. Some people have like raised fists almost to their opponent's faces as they stop mid-swing and everybody turns their heads to you as your voice booms across the entire tavern. And there's this moment of silence after you said all that. You just hear this fire crackle in the middle of the tavern as one of the patrons finally notices and yells, FIRE! And like a whole bunch of people stand there in shock and they look at this fire and a couple of people start rushing towards the fire with shirts and buckets trying to put the fire out. The fire has now spread to about a meter section of the tavern and um, Amanda, you feel somebody tugging on your arm. I'm gonna swing menacingly towards them. You swing. Do me an unarmed attack. Shayra's going, oh my gosh, fire, fire, and she's trying to help put it out. Uh, unarmed strike has 10 hit. It does hit as you swing around and this woman with wide eyes is standing next to you trying to get your attention and you smack her in the face. She reels from the damage. Just do me a damage roll. No, I don't want to. Two bludgeoning damage. The woman like head whips back and she puts her hand on her mouth and you can see her nose starts bleeding. And she goes, she looks at you accusing and says, I was sent to get you. Would you uh, what was that for? Oh, I'm still holding my one hand up and my other hand with the hand axe. I, I thought you were trying to accost me. Uh, I, people wanted to fight and I, I come from a long line of fight. Are you okay? Are, are, you, are you okay? No, I'm bloody well not okay. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. Um, Jared sent me to get you. Oh. And she just wipes her nose and there's just the streak of blood across her top lip. I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm so sorry. I'll put the hand with the hand axe. I'll put it down and put my hand axe away. I, 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 can, I, I, can, I can fix that. Uh, yeah, I can fix that. Sorry, 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 sorry. And I put my two empty hands up, like, you know, uh, a piece and like, I, sorry. She looks at you warily, but doesn't say anything. I guess we should, and I'm just going to like awkwardly gesture, I guess we should go? Yeah, um, just, uh, just bring your friends. You said you had two friends. Yeah, yeah. How close are Daphne and Shayra for me? Daphne is pretty close, but Shayra went to go and try and beat out a huge fire. I'm like, oh my gosh, fire, fire. What kind of rude person sets a fire in a wooden building? I'm going to gently tap Daphne's shoulder. I'm just going to jump. We need to go. We need Shayra, though. Okay. Okay. I'll just wait here. I was looking at you, expecting me, hoping you would fetch her. Okay. 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 I'm going to give you the two thumbs up. Okay. I'm going to go towards Shayra, towards the, the commotion of the fire. Shayra, uh, um, you're doing a great job, but we need to go. Oh, we're going. Okay. And I'm going to reach up my hand. It's kind of sticky and it's got ash on it. <laughs> I'm gonna do a quick presentation of your hand and then I'll reach out and grab it and then I'm gonna speed walk back. I'm really highly strung right now. I just assaulted this poor lady and then people might or might not still be trying to attack me and I am not a weak tiefling, but I need to go. And I'm just like pulling Shayra with me and going towards Daphne and the lady. 
Shayra is very much trying to figure out why you would throw salt at a person. You don't throw salt at people. You throw salt at witches, and sometimes you throw salt at fae, but not at normal people. I'm very confused. You know, sometimes common is odd. The woman says, come on, come on. What, what are you waiting for? Come on. And I'll look at the lady, and I'll go up to my full height. It's, it's the three of us, uh, ma'am. Ooh, that looks like it stings. Um, but yeah, it's the three of us. We're ready to go. Yes. She just shakes her head and just like once again cups her mouth. And she squints at you like evilly. Turns around and she starts walking towards the stairs. As she walks towards the stairs, Jared comes out, sees what's happening right now in his bar. And there's this booming voice that says, What the hell? And once again, everybody just looks towards Jared. And if you do a quick glance, like all of them look guilty. I'm just going to whisper to him and, and point very subtly to the guy whose pants are now on fire and who started something and it's going, he started it. It was him. Chat, give me an over or under, please. It wasn't me. I'm not guilty. It wasn't me. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm okay. We're okay. I'm okay. We're okay. I'm just doing like breathing exercises. <sighs> <sighs> Okay, so I rolled under with an eight, and chat said over. So the barman reaches underneath his serving counter, and he pulls out a large... It looks like a stick with some ribbons of something cut into it. And he charges around the counter, running towards the fire, and starts beating the fire with a stick. It seems semi effective but also not really and uh, the woman in the meantime takes you into the back room and you don't see what happens as the fire still rages in the tavern itself shara is in love jared is so brave he just ran towards that fire he's so commanding everybody went quiet and turned to look at him this is what real men are like so Sherry's looking back as we're being led through the door. I'm just going to say, you guys think I'm scary? Wow. You guys are terrifying. Sherry has a big Hi. smile on her face. Daphne just said she was terrific. She knows that she's terrific. Mel pointed myself like, what? Me? I, 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 I I'm going to awkwardly just, I, I, I've done nothing, nothing wrong. Yes. You just hear the woman in front pipe up. Nothing. And she holds out her hands covered in blood. She says, what's this then? Um, I'm, I'm so sorry, ma'am. Um, 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 I can fix that if you let me. I, I swear. I, I, um, I, I'm going to start cowering again awkwardly. I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I can fix that. Do you want? I, I'm sorry. So you guys, it doesn't take that long to get to the back room. And um, she opens up the door and she says, just get in. You could see the, the blood is still running out of her nose. She every now and then just kind of wipes it off. I'm going to offer her a hanky. She gratefully accepts your hanky. She says, thank you. And she kind of sniffs and just tries to stop the bleeding. I'm going to just like look at her and say, if I, I, I'll, I can fix that. Yes. And I'm going to just cast healing word. Three healing. And my healing word is still Vuga. Uh, as you say that, uh, the magical energies are released. The bruising and the swelling slowly starts fading and coloration on her face returns to normal 
And she goes, sniffs, ah, 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 that's better. And I'm going to awkwardly smile at her and then put up two thumbs up. I, I hope we can be okay now. I'm s- still sorry. And I'll awkwardly put my two thumbs down again. She looks at you and says, I'm not going to thank you. She turns around and closes the door and leaves. The three of you are now alone in the back room. Shara is very impressed with the magical abilities of her handkerchief. Had she known <laughs> that it could do that, she would have blown her nose more often using the hanky instead of her hair. And I'm going to say, you know, Amante wasn't your fault. She really shouldn't be sneaking up on people in the middle of her, of her ruckus. You're going to get slapped. I'm good. Like, thank you. I just, I didn't, and I'm, I'm not sniffling because I'm crying. I'm sniffling because I'm, I'm, I'm just overwhelmed. Yeah, I, I, she just, she just came from nowhere, and I was, I, I was, I was defending myself and us, and, and, thank you, and, inhale, exhale. Speaking of which, you, you guys are pretty feisty. Um, I don't like confrontation. I'll get out of it any way I can, but you can really. Muster up some courage there. Quite impressed. I have to say that was a good, like a good ego boost. Oh, oh thank, 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 thank you. Um, I, I, as I said, I, I, I don't like to fight, but I come from a long line of tieflings who are very, very formidable, and I, I can't let my, 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 my whole entire bloodline down. <clears throat> yes. And I look at Shara. Shara, you, you, um, you, you can hold your own in the fight too. Shara is great and powerful goblin kind. Shara loves to fight. Fighting is goblin ways. I just want to actually look around the room we're in, actually. I'm still curious as to why we're in here. Give me a perception check. One of my tiefling eyes proceeding. Nothing, because that was a crit fail. I rolled a one. Well, um, doing a very cursory glance across the room, you see a bed, chair, table. No windows. That's it. There's a bed there. Shara's going to have a lie down. The lady obviously brought them here because it's their room. This bed is much nicer than the one at the shadows. It's really not. It's lumpy and the straw does not smell very good. And the blanket is kind of ragged. I I mean... Okay. Shara doesn't like to wait. She's a little bit impatient, but she's also like, oh... She's been really active today. Maybe she should just have a lie down. Get comfortable and snugly in this really nice room, in this really nice tavern. Um, I just have to tell you guys, this game of Teddy says, Ah, Shara is Goldilocks. Wanders into random people's homes, eats their cabbages, sleeps in their beds. I'm going to say about 20 minutes passes before Jared comes back. So if you guys want to take a short rest, you can do so. He comes in, closes the door, there's suits on his face and on his arms and on his apron and his towel looks a bit black as well. And he says, Sorry for that. Uh, Bloody idiot. Started a fire in the in the common room. Some people. That is very, um, very inconsiderate of some Patrons, I, I'm so sorry for you. So, Leo wants me to get you out of town, huh? 
Yes, yes, sir. Um, the, 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 and I'll put my hands again with three fingers up. The three of us. Yes, please. Yes, I can see. Where's the goblin? Oh, there. Uh, you uh, might want to get out of that bed. It hasn't been changed in a couple of months. Sharon's having the best uh, time. She's making bed angels. She's uh, very adaptable, sir. Um, but thank you for your concern. Well, I normally wait till midnight before I uh, take people through the passage, but considering the commotion that just happened, it might be best if I get you out of here as soon as possible. Give me five minutes. I just need to collect something. I'll be right back. And Thank you. Opens the door, walks out, closes the door. Just, you can just see his hand kind of wave uh, just before he closes the door and he, and he exits again. What are you guys doing? So I'm going to like walk a bit closer towards Daphne. I'm going to whisper towards Daphne. So um, it looks like we're definitely going to go. Um, and that's Jared. Yes. Uh, the guy I spoke to at the bar. He seems nice. Um, I don't know how long we can keep her in, in the... And I'm going to like whisper in the dark. And I'm like pointing towards Shayra. Did I hear that? It's my big giant goblin ears. Roll me a perception check. Can I roll a stealth check? You can roll a stealth check. Contested. I got yeah. six. This bed is so comfy. <laughs> I got 12. You did not hear it. You just hear them mumbling, but you can't make out the words. You, however, Shara, can just roll me a constitution saving throw with disadvantage, please. So with a 17, you start getting itchy. Oh, no. Shara has fleas again. I'm going to get up from the bed and I'm going to very loudly exclaim, Shara has fleas again. Again? <laughs> Pause and just... Again. Okay. I don't even get fleas. Well, you, you look like you're, you're very well, well together. I wouldn't assume you have fleas, but I didn't know that was a thing still. Fleas. Wow. And I'm okay, Shara... I'm scratching. I'm scratching my ears, especially. Jared comes back into the room and opens the door and um, walks in and he says, Oh, good, you're out of the bed. Oh, Ooh. and he notices you scratching and says, uh, Sorry about that. <clears throat> anyway, he walks over to the bed and he slides the bed across the floor and uh, picks up the rug and kind of tosses it over the bed. And you see there's a trapdoor. And he reaches down, opens the trapdoor up, and says, Oh, everybody in. Ooh, Shara goes first. Shara loves going under the ground. I'm going to, like, hover over the trapdoor hole, and I'm going to just, like, is it just me? Does it look kind of deep? Um, uh, are there stairs or, like, a ladder going down? He points into the darkness and says, There's stairs, and I'll light, I'll light a torch when we get to the bottom. It's just deep enough to get under the wall. That makes me feel a lot more comfortable, so I'm, I'm going to go down. I guess after Shara, because Shara just went all in. <laughs> all the time. 112%. I'll hang around at the back and go in last and just, just kind of make sure, you know, we go from a ruckus tavern to a dodgy room to a dodgy tunnel. I'm just a little bit weary, so I'm just going to check if nobody's coming up behind us. I'm going to close the trap door myself. Yeah. As you close the trap door, he lights the torch and 
walks back towards you, Daphne, and says, um, just excuse me. And he reaches over, climbs a couple of steps, and just knocks three times on the trap door. And you can hear some... Well, guess we're in the tunnel. And says, okay. Uh, sir, what, uh, sir, what, um, what was that? Q, nervous, very nervous laughing. That'll be my wife. She just put the bed where it was. Shayra is so disappointed right now. Her ears just droop. <clears throat> Before we go, uh, I hardly need to tell you that we need to be extremely quiet. There are places where there are grates that we will be crossing very close under and we will be detected by the guard patrol routes if we make noise. So be very quiet and uh, I've marked the midway section when we're under the wall. As soon as we're on the other side, we should be able to relax a bit more. Uh, this tunnel should take us about roughly about a 200 feet on the other side of the wall where there's an exit. So, I don't want to be here any longer than necessary. Let's go. And he just shuffles past all of you and um, he starts walking. You can see he's watching his tread to make sure he steps very quietly. Can all of you do me a stealth check? 17. Uh, 15. 14. I'm stealthy. So, all of you walk in this, you can see it's a dugout tunnel. It, it's about a meter wide, or like three feet wide and about seven feet tall. So, it should fit most of you comfortably. Definitely the goblin and definitely Amandla. As you guys follow Jared into the darkness... And there you guys have dark vision. It's kind of being disrupted by the flame that is uh, on the torch that he's carrying, casting really odd shadows and just messing with your night vision. And guys walk in complete silence. It's really quiet. And uh, after a moment, undefined distance that you've walked, he slows down and he stops and he puts his ear around what looks like a corner. And he goes, turns back to you, and, he, and, he, and you see in the flame light, he says, Quiet. There's a, there's a patrol. This is the first grade. And can you guys just all do me a stealth check again? It's getting more and more difficult for you to maintain silence as the fleas are getting persistent in biting you. So you are going to have to roll at disadvantage. But I've had fleas multiple times before. 18. I got 21. I got 13. That's with all the pluses. As you guys are standing there, you hear the soft crackling of the torch. You also hear some voices drifting down out of the grate. And um, if anybody wants, they can do me a perception roll to listen in if they want to. Out of character, I'm nosy, but as in character... You know what? I think Amantha would be curious. In character, I'm nosy. Because what if they're talking about the latest trains? I need to be kept abreast of these things. I just want to know what people are talking about. Maybe they're talking about my newest performance. Okay, let me listen. 11? 19. Daphne, you don't care. No, I think I'm going to just concentrate on being quiet. Okay, so you're scratching your ears. You, you vaguely hear the conversation but you don't make out amanda you however 
try to really listen in. And the two voices on top, you can hear one of them say, Brother Corin. And that other voice says, Yes, Sergeant Jackson. So nice of you to meet at this point. Have any news for me? And that's what I'm going to call it for tonight. Thank you very much for joining us for our scheduled Sunday stream. I hope everybody had some fun. I am very pleased to say that we have finally gotten all of our ladies a chance at our casual streams. Nelly has done hers. I've done some gaming and Wednesday has read some snippets of her stories. We are definitely on the go. We'll keep everybody up to date as to who's going next and what we'll be doing. We still have one more interview for our potential third player, other than our good friend Scully over here. I think she was fantastic. I, I really enjoyed that. Thank you very much for being here and for, for joining us in our session. The applications are still open, ladies. South African ladies uh, or people who identify as female, uh, you are very welcome to send us your application and we'll send you the details. You can contact us on our socials and uh, you guys can listen to our podcasts on all the usual podcast channels. Everybody, thank you very much for joining us. I'm Lena and you can reach me on well our socials and you can follow me on my Instagram account, mystic underscore bell. Okay, um, so hi guys, I'm Nelly. You can find me on Instagram, that's the easiest. Uh, I am Miss Mbubu, so that's M-I-S-S-M-B-U-B-U. So I make stuff for D&D and, and tabletop gaming. Um, so you can catch us on Instagram, Goodberry Gaming Accessories. Um, we're also on Facebook. Yeah, and um, we love everything D&D and role-playing. So if you want some cool stuff, um, I'm not so much on the personal socials, that's where I live, so yeah. And yeah, thanks Scully for joining us. I am Wednesday, you can also find me on Instagram at Wednesday underscore Lefay, that's L-E-F-E-Y. Yeah, it's been great so far, the three ladies that we've had on for our live streamed auditions. We have one more coming up, and as Nina mentioned, auditions are still open. Once we've auditioned all of the ladies, we'll bring them all in so you guys can get to know them a little bit better because you, chat slash Puffershaft, are going to help us to decide who will be Daphne going forward. Excellent. So everybody, uh, thank you very much once again for joining us. I hope you had a lot of fun. Don't forget to share with your friends, foes, and familiars. And you can find us on all our socials as Dum Dum Die, so that's D-U-M... D-U-M-D-I-E on all our socials. It's the easiest way to find it. Perfect. And everybody, have an amazing week filled with adventure. Bye.